This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Something woke up the texters over the weekend. At 402-403-9478. Yeah, I don't know. Did like, we mess all, something up? All of a sudden, it's a flurry. That's a first, isn't that sad? That's the first thing I think of. When you when you get a lot of calls, on, like at night, or well, night's a different thing, but you miss a lot of calls or miss a lot of texts, like, what I screw up? It's always something bad. Always something. Yeah, it's never I like, know. I just called 100 times just to say you're just awesome. To say, <laughs> just never. say hi. That's all. No big deal. Uh, this one is from Courtney. Mm-hmm. My family and I drove Home from the Ozarks today. We stopped at the Sap Brothers truck stop outside of CB, the one with the bidets. She goes, I chickened out, LOL. <laughs> and now I have to live with the regret. Yeah, I know, Courtney. <laughs> I can't say that I wouldn't have, I would have done it because I've contemplated it long enough, but just yeah. riding up on it, you know, and I, I probably maybe would have chickened out at a truck stop also. To say your first encounter was at a truck stop? Right. Nobody ever wants to say that, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> But it is it's it is pretty ingenious to have it at a truck stop. Just saying. Interesting. Um, this one it says, "Hey guys, this is Chris, the teacher. Um, JT was having trouble remembering the super dad who used to be a football player. Yes, I think she's trying to think of Terry Crews, who after his football career turned himself into a television personality with AGT and a movie star in all sorts of different films. He's married with five kids. Okay, you know who it was. I gotta look him up real quick because I don't remember how many kids he has. Because I had to when I got home, I literally looked this up. Uh, Antonio Cromartie." Okay. Cromarty, right? Is that right? I don't know. Antonio, he has, I think, 13 kids. I think that's right. I, I like to act like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to sports figures. And like, l- I don't, like, in, if, I like the younger ones, I have no clue. I, have no I put his name in here, and he is, he's 38, uh, former football player, Texas A&M, Florida State, and then he's with the Chargers. Okay. At least he started there, okay. 2006. And it just says, uh, literally, you type in his name. One of the questions that pops up is, "What NFL player has a lot of children?" <laughs> it says, "On the field, he's known as a four-time Pro Bowl selection and the owner of the longest touchdown in league history. Off the field, he's best known as a father to a jaw-dropping number of children." <laughs> wow, what a what a headline! <laughs> has enough kids to field a football team. Jeez, there you go. Or he could do both sides of a ba- basketball team with a with a uh, sub with a sub. As a matter of fact, too, yeah. But that I like Terry Crews though too. Yeah. Very good, very good. I okay. love being in conversations where, especially when it comes to sports stuff. I mean, I love I I like watching sports. I love the interaction. I love sports. I just don't know players, you know, anymore that much. So when I'm in a conversation, last week with uh, Andrew, who's here at um, he's been on our show before, heard at sports. He mm-hmm. was talking about randomly. About oh man, uh, blah blah blah. Starting with whoever, can you believe X Y Z players going to start after the weekend he had? I'm like, oh man, I, you're telling me I can't believe it. It's- I, have no <laughs> clue what he's about. I have no idea what he was talking about. You know, and honestly, I used to complain about this because I used to love to follow football. Um, that was like 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 fantasy football. You'd have the the teams in the weekends. You're picking your teams and just you know or just just like tickling the edges of it. I wasn't like picking players, but I knew my teams because. 
the players stayed with the teams. And then all of a sudden free agency went to town. And then all allegiance was out the, out the window. You were either with a player mm-hmm. or you're with a team regardless of the players. Yeah. Right, and it used to kind of be the neat little marriage of both. So you knew your team, you knew the players on that team, and you had an allegiance, um, and that all went out the window. Um, so NASCAR, I kind of rolled into that because you'd have your driver, but then you'd have the teams, and you kind of get to know who's all doing what, and so you could have some allegiance. And I think that's where people gain interest in any sport is when they know who the players are. It's like mm-hmm. when they show the Kentucky Derby or any of those, the, any of the three races in the spring, um, you have all-day coverage on NBC, right? It starts like at 10 in the morning and goes until they run at 5.50, right. right? But they tell you the backstory of every jockey, every trainer, every horse. And then you're invested because now you've developed a relationship yeah. of some sort through the day and something resonates with you and by God, I'm for that guy in the green shirt because he was the one that traveled through Nebraska on his way and he stopped at the... Right, I know. You, and then you all of a sudden you have an attachment. Mm-hmm. That's the psychology behind that because yep. nobody follows, not nobody, but the majority of people don't follow horse racing across the country and because mostly it's not televised except on TVG, um, but you don't have the opportunity to get that yeah. excited about it that's the only way they get the big crowds yeah well yeah and that's how you that's it's a great point too because people like you have your local teams like if you're in kansas city kansas city whatever you love the kansas city chiefs but rarely if mahomes went somewhere else i think that they would they won't, i don't know if they would follow mahomes somewhere else because right? they have the allegiance to their team they like their team they probably know who's on the team um but if Mahomes is like a backstabber if you leave Kansas City screw you I hope you yeah. never win again you know that's I love that <laughs> there's stuff. also that there's also that because there mm-hmm. are those people that are diehard whatever the team right but it used to be you knew all the players and so when you, you hear those conversations in the hallway like his now they're just fleeting moments because he may not be with that team by the end of the season right all you know is the <laughs> player and how much they make that's all you really know. You don't know anything else. And a lot of them, they get a ton of money and they don't hardly even play. Or they don't, or they, you know, right. it's like every once in a while and you're like, why do they get so much money? And it's insane. But it's, it's crazy how that's changed, that shift has mm-hmm. happened. But that's kind of why I went in, in the same way with rodeos. Another thing too, when you're watching like the national finals and I know not everybody does, but, but they take great time in making sure, you know, the backstories and you hear the other stuff that's going on because for most people, they don't hear about it every week. Yeah. And so they don't hear those names. Well, and like in individual sports, too. individual sports, Indo- like ten- I love that tennis, stuff. golf, golf, you, like you, you are, you're going to stick obviously with one person. You're not going to, you know, and with, with IndyCar, whatever, you're going to get to know that one person. You're going to like that person yeah. for whatever reason. Like you said, maybe they broke down in the middle of Nebraska and they, whatever, bought their whole team something for, you know, whatever. Yeah. You, there's a, whatever reason why you like that one person, doesn't matter what they do, where they go, who their sponsors are, you're going to mm. follow them. Well, they become famous or notorious depending on what it is. Like like this last, last weekend, I wouldn't even have known Wimbledon was happening. <clears throat> well, I'm not in those circles. No. <laughs> We're not in those circles. No. But there was, I think there was a picture that popped out, and it was uh, of Tom Cruise. He was at Wimbledon, and he's leaning forward trying to get a better view of Kate Middleton. Trying to see her and look around the corner. To really? See. I don't know. He's got his eye on her. But they had pictures of her, of him leaning forward and, and kind of trying to She's get. She's kind of got Katie Holmes vibes, to be honest. She kind of. Mm-hmm. He's got a type. Kind of creepy. He really does. But um, otherwise, I wouldn't have known. And then, and then, of course, the story's popping up because of uh, the winner in the men's in particular was the player. And I can't say his name. Can't say his name. I'm glad he won. Um, but he was eliminated and, and 
basically uh, escorted to the exit when he went to Australia <laughs> to yeah. play in the Australian Open, and, uh, un- and like unceremoniously out. You're out because he wasn't vaccinated, and um, and he ended up winning Wimbledon. Jovic, I don't know. Is that how you say it? So a lot know. of D's and J's in it. Uh, yeah, oh, that'd be the one. Yeah. So yeah. There's, well, there's one D and one J, but all the other words look like oh. they fell into a DJ and, and a V. I, I, D, there's a DJ and a D, DJ two O's, a K and a Vic at the end. Wow, that would be the one I think. Yeah, that's the one that because I didn't watch any of it, but I saw the posts about it and um, the fact that he had. He triumphed. Yeah. And I was like, We sound oh. like total idiots, but I just totally. don't. I just totally. don't know. I don't, that's, I do not that's, follow tennis. But see, though, that's, that's, I guess, really, that's kind of an interesting city. Because the people that are immersed in it, they already know all this stuff. We're the people that, the people writing about it and talking about it are trying to reach. Yeah. Right. So, case study, this is what resonated with me. Right. So, there you go. So, anyway, uh, speaking of stuff that we're watching, too, I started watching a new TV show. Um, and I don't even know how I came across it was, it might've been, I think it was just an add on something. And I was like, wait, what? That looks interesting. It's called dark winds, mm-hmm. new TV show. It only had three or four episodes and that's, I think that's the whole season. And so I looked it up and I'm like, okay, this looks kind of good. Set in 1971. It's on AMC plus, uh, it's eight bucks to watch it. But if you have Roku, you get the first episode free. And so I'm like, okay, that gives you a nice little taste. I appreciate when they do that. <laughs> it's to their benefit. It is because you either hook me. Or yep. you lose me. And, and actually, that's better than saying you get a week for free because somebody will milk you dry. You know, they'll watch every episode in a week. But if you get one episode for free, it's like, oh, all right. I kind of like this. I'll spend my seven bucks. Yep. I want to see the rest of this. So the lead character, his name is Zane McLarnon. I mentioned the name and you're like, we had him on our show. Yeah. Local get dude. out of here. He was on. I, I recognized him from Westworld which is coming back, by the way, also, uh, or it's, it's already started. I just have, I'm, I'm waiting for it to all come out so I can do the one week mm-hmm. thing. That's <laughs> milk, the milk them dry plan. <laughs> new address, yeah. new email. I'm, I'm going to watch the whole thing in one week. Anyway. JFTF, <laughs> new immigrant from Russia. Need to try it, the new platform. <laughs> so anyway, he was in, I think, the previous season. I remember him. And then he's been in other shows, tons of movies, tons of te- Fargo. He was prominent in that. He was in a bunch of other, I mean, through the years. But yeah, he was on our show 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, right around 10 years ago with Nick D'Augusto, another local kid um, who's uh, went oh, to Oh, and prep. we didn't mention he was local. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Zane. Yeah. Zane graduated from Omaha Central. And he grew up like in South Dakota, Nebraska, Wyoming, several, but he, Omaha Central's, are, and he credits his drama teacher there mm-hmm. with putting him in touch with a director in Omaha who worked with Alexander Payne eventually as well. So it's like this nice little web of, of influence yeah. that's right here, but that's what catapulted him to continue on. So yes. Yeah. yeah we, yeah, we met him through Nick D'Augusto, who was, um, I can't remember his, uh, on The Office, he played Jan's assistant. Oh, yes. Um, ah. I can't remember his name. Go ahead. I'll head. find it. Um, and then he went on to Masters of Sex, which was on Showtime, which was a great show. For He was on there for two <laughs> seasons. And then he played um, opposite, was it? Oh, it was on a show. I think I think you watched it. It was, it was like a, I don't know. It was an NBC show, I think. After he left Masters of Sex, he was like the, the star or, um, oh, man. I'm going to. Hunter. Yeah, he played Hunter. I remember that yeah. so vividly, Hunter. Okay, wait. After Masters of Sex? Um, yeah. It, here we was, are. This is, this is the fun part of a podcast. I know. This is great. Where we search. <laughs> where we search. Um, it was a show called... Gotham. Uh, yeah, he was on Gotham for a yes, long time. Yes, he was. And he was very good on uh, Gotham. It was on Trial and Error. I don't know if you remember that show. It was I with... remember that one. Um, gosh, who was it with? 
I don't remember that. John Lithgow. It was him and John Lithgow were uh, in, co-stars in um, Trial and Error. It was on NBC for a couple seasons. Right I after don't that. Remember that one. Yeah. But he's got a lot of credits all the way through, and he's the kid that grew up with his dad owning all the Arby's. Mm-hmm. What a way to go. I know, right? That's God, awesome. that'd be amazing. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? I mean, I was fat anyway. Can you imagine if my dad rolled thick with about 15 Arby's? Oh, my gosh. Any fast food restaurant. Are you kidding me? Any of them. You know what you're having for dinner. Oh, my Is that gosh. how it works if you got fast food? I'm just curious. I have a friend that I, I graduated high school with, and she and her husband own several runses. Shut I know the that. front door. I'd be done. I'm like, oh my God, freeze every I night. know. I, would, ah! I, I, I know I'd have, my freezer would be full of that stuff at home though. Does it need to be? Yeah. You well, have 17 kitchens. Oh I, <laughs> oh my, I didn't even think about owning a Runza. To me, a Runza is just like guy owns it. Like it, nobody owns a Runza. It just, it just came. Here. I don't know how, I think they have four or five, I don't know, franchises oh of, of Runza in the area. That is, that would just be awful, but yeah. so delicious. But it's probably like a drug dealer, though. You're not supposed to sample your own supply. Like a drug dealer. Yeah, so you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be, you know, pulling off of the right? fry basket. You're not supposed to. Oh, but man. tell me, oh, tell I, me they don't. If I had, if I had my top three restaurants, I would want to own. Runza would be up there. I don't know if Runza is considered a restaurant. It's fine dining. <laughs> Valentino's. Not that I don't. I don't disagree. Oh, uh, I would own. A, I would own a Valentino's all day. I would own a Runza. Or would it be better to own stuff you're not a huge fan of? I think it'd be, but it'd be. But uh, then I go back. Remember on the Blind Side? Didn't they own a? What was the fast food restaurant? I, don't, I remember. It was a the fast day. food restaurant, and she kept. She would bring home food from that every day. Yeah. It was like a bucket of chicken or something, whatever it was. It was just, she yeah. bring, and, and it didn't make sense because they were in this magnificent home and every day she'd bring home this big pile of fast food bags and just throw them on the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I can't remember what restaurant it was. But. I don't know what, so yeah, I'd, I'd do runs of Valentino's and then I'd probably want to spice it if up Taco a little bit. Taco Bell's not Bell. in I Yeah, I was going to say, I was, I was either going to say Taco Bell or Amigos, but I'd say probably Taco Bell. I saw Julio's is coming back. Yeah. There's I, two new locations. One in Southwest Omaha just opened up. Julio's Tex-Mex. nachos are ridiculous yeah so i didn't even I, I mean how long have they been gone last time i had when they were on 13th street and they maybe they're still there i don't know if they're still there or not but that's I the last time i had them was down there like in the 90s the story i saw was just julio's returns and the first one they opened i think was like on 168th and q-ish area at, let me know if i'm wrong but that's the vicinity i'm gonna go Good with stuff somewhere around in there but it's like oh my god i forgot about julio's yeah there was another one too it was a great tex-mex not gonna be able to say the name they used to be up on um by 132nd and Maple in front of Target, a little bit to the east of uh, there. That's where the restaurant was. Did it sound like a not, it didn't, did it sound like it shouldn't be a, a Mexican place? I think so. It was like St. Louis or it was like a, it was like an Irish name. It was like an Irish it name. Was an I Irish think name. it was. And it was the best chicken enchiladas. Yeah. Um, God, if you know that one, drop that in the comments, please. I, I, this, um, if this podcast, <laughs> this episode does not drive people absolutely crazy. A lot of things we can't remember. Yeah. And we got this stupid computer right in front of us. I'm trying to, but I can't find that. I've, I've tried looking up that name of that restaurant. It still exists in the country. There's just not one here. Um, oh, oh, no. Kelly, Kelly. Kelly O'Kelly's. Kelly O'Kelly's. Oh, no, oh, O'Kelly's. I think it was O'Kelly's. Was it O'Kelly's? Oh, my oh God. uh. I don't know, Carlos O'Brien? Carlos O'Kelly's. Carlos O'Kelly's. That's there we, it? Is that oh, it? This is, this is Carlos O'Brien's here. Carlos O'Kelly's yeah, in they're... Grand Island. They have one. Okay. <gasps> they do. There it is. That's the one. I think that was it. I think it was Carlos O'Kelly's. Is yeah. that right? Sounds like it. Is that right? Well, there's a Carlos O'Brien's, but it doesn't doesn't show it to be around here. So Carlos O'Kelly's Tex-Mex food. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I used to love that place. I want that to come back. 
Yep. There's an opportunity because there aren't one of those in town. Yeah. There's there aren't there, there isn't there aren't there aren't none of those in town. <laughs> Ain't none of them. Hey, well, you know what we could do is if I'm really serious about it, I need to call Centrist. <laughs> Uh, like, hey guys, got a plan? How do I do this? We want to want to figure out a way to uh, pool our our. Well, never mind. We don't can't. That's not a pool. No, It'll be a puddle um, <laughs> of puddle money. money. <laughs> I'm gonna buy in. <laughs> I'd like to buy in, but Centris can help you with a lot of things. If you get a chance on their website, check out their blog. If you're looking for any financial advice, if you're looking just thinking about a loan, particularly if you're thinking about any kind of a mortgage, home loan refinance. They've got a smoking hot deal. It's still up on their website. It's going to be there through pretty much the end of July. The details will blow you away. So take a look at that if that's something that interests you or is on your, uh, on your plate right now. Otherwise, just looking for a great place to put your checking account and your savings account and some great people to deal with. Yeah. Centris Federal Credit Union. They won't make fun of your crazy ideas. Mm-mm. You can call them at uh, 402-334-7000 or uh, centrisfcu.org. Or your puddle of money. Or, they yeah. won't make fun of your puddle of no, money. No, they will not. They mm-hmm. ne- will not laugh they at you. They haven't said one word about my puddle. Right. <laughs> they don't. Maybe when we leave behind our back, but they will never say it to our face. Oh, my God. All right. So, anyway, um, aside from that, God, now I'm hungry. I know. I went from wanting to see TV shows to now I'm famished. I know. And I really want Carlos O'Kelly's, but I can't drive two hours to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just not going to be able to do it. Maybe go to Storm Chasers. That might be a thought. Yeah. That's also well, uh, something we just like to remind you what's going on at Storm Chasers and uh, the events that they have coming up because they got a lot of great events. Um, obviously, their promotions are fantastic and they got great food. Uh, yeah, their food is, I mean, I'm not even, I don't even have, I don't have enough money to buy a restaurant, let alone a baseball <laughs> team to own the food. But being able to go there and buy the food at, yeah. um, at Warner Park. It's it's fantastic. Next weekend is going to be the big weekend because that's their Marvel's Defenders of the Diamond weekend where you get to wear your gear. That's on the 22nd. That'd be Pretty fun. cool. They're playing Iowa. This week they're uh, out of town. They're at Rochester this week. But Iowa's in town next weekend, 22nd through the 25th. And it's so. going to be a nice weekend too. No rain. Suppose, as of right now. I know that changes every second here in Knock Nebraska, but it's not supposed to be Fingers terrible. Crossed. Yeah. I hope so. That sounds great. So anyway, so... Thanks for dropping by. I don't don't know if we accomplished anything. If you learned anything or you can fill in any blanks. We didn't accomplish anything except for creating anxiety So I'm sure we got some stuff wrong. Let us know. (laughs) Texting us at 402-403-9478. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.